always on for me fortunately but i think you're the one who's celebrating and i'm just complimenting you in green so you know it's nice green and gold well said okay let's start last sunday qualifier 1 you know there's a series called money heist which is very very popular yeah. so i'm going to do a slight alliteration on that and say dhoni heist how yeah. he stole the game away from a favorites delhi as usual i'll just you know give the numbers and then you can give the expert comments i'm chennai win by four wickets uh, delhi 172 for 5 shaw hit seven fours and three sixes in his 60 rishab made a half century again in quick time 35 uh, balls hetmyer uh, finished off strongly 37 of 24 hazelwood picked up both dhawan and ayer two for 29 and then in the chennai innings gaikwad doing what he does best 70 of 50 utappa 63 of 44 dhoni like i said Uh, doing his 18 off six at the end, three fours and one six. Tom Curran, the highlight of the bowlers, Uttapa, Thakur, Mohin, all of them uh, succumbed to him three for 29. Your comments? Mm. Again, I think it was a game where uh, Chennai knew, and so did Delhi, of course, but Chennai knew that if they win this, they're straight away into the finals. And the better of uh, probably Delhi was, Chennai was able to get the better of Delhi largely because they've been there, done that so very many times. And... you know it just it was a very chaseable target it's not that it was very much difficult and with the kind of form we've seen even kolkata rely very highly on their openers both venkatesh and shubman and for chennai also ruturaj and faf if you say that they have given chennai that head start it won't be wrong because they have done that here again both faf and ruturaj batting well and then with robin uttapa coming into his elements the kind of knock that he played obviously it wasn't expected because he has been sitting on the sidelines he's come in a couple of games prior to that were just ordinary and then he comes and plays an innings which he's known for over the years so you know it just had to come good for chennai and what robin even said after that that you know the the franchise makes you feel so very comfortable i think that's a story for a player you just make the player feel comfortable the player will go out there and give their best and that knock from robin just took that little bit of extra pressure off ruturaj if at all there was any pressure i don't think there is but whatever uh, was there on ruturaj and they were in a completely uh, comfortable scenario so yes delhi had to win that to make life easier for them but then that's chennai you know they know exactly how to win in crunch situations who can deliver you just need that one spark to carry the team through whether it was shane watson uh two uh, two years ago or whether it has been ms dhoni or whether it has been faf or whoever they somebody has lived up and that's what chennai is all about uh delhi i i guess just fell short 
last monday's eliminator let's spare a thought for bangalore harshal patel amazing through the season mm. this was maxwell's best season ever in the tournament uh but really i think narin was the difference with both bat and ball the mm. significant numbers kolkata win by four wickets bangalore 138 for 7 mm. kohli hits 39 of 33 narin 4 for 21 all prime batters kohli bharat maxwell devilliers and then kolkata 139 for 6 narin 26 of 15 with three sixes shubman venkateshan rana all making the uh, in the 20s siraj harshal and chahal all with two wickets each your comments um i guess bangalore with the kind of form that they had been showing should have obviously uh, been a little more better prepared but it they were just blown away by the kolkata storm if you look at the history of how kolkata managed to turn things around from the time that they entered the uae leg to the time that they actually reached the finals you could understand that there were there was a kolkata force there was a there was a force behind them which was rallying Uh, and allowing them to perform so very well and that is obviously the desire factor not that the desire factor is not there with other teams but there was a kind of a factor which was so very strong in that dressing room that that commitment that they have to go out there and ensure that they need to win and it's just a little bit of extra push that they get from that from that team combination of theirs well bangalore we all know has been doing so very well with maxwell and uh, you know ab in the in their little bit of contribution ab coming through with harshal delivering virat kohli delivering but i i know the pitch has been slightly di- difficult to bat on uh, in charja but then bangalore has been pretty used to batting in charja as well so i felt that they missed out a trick they could have capitalized a bit more being so very well aware of the conditions and ensuring that they bat uh, kolkata out of the contest which didn't happen for for them and uh, it's just uh, one game uh, and they'll eliminate it if you're not there completely and the and a slight bit of luck doesn't go your way then obviously there is no uh, second coming to in uh, coming back in this competition wednesday qualifier 2 we almost ended up with a super over kolkata were coasting with five overs to spare and then a collapse rahul tripathi luckily for them nerves of steel got them through dc really we will talk about that in the end really heartbreaking they brilliant through the tournament and the last week uh they just puncture and and fall short kolkata won yeah. by 3 wickets 135 for 5 were delhi shreyas 30 not out in 27 dhawan 36 and 39 varun chakravarty picked up both prithvi and shikhar 2 for 26 kolkata brilliant 96 run partnership for the first wicket shubman uh, run a ball 46 vengadeshayar 55 for 41 of uh, 41 Four fours, three sixes, four ducks. Karthik, mm. Morgan, Shakib, Nareen before Tripathi got them over the line. Ashwin, Norke, and Rabada two wickets each. Anjum. Um, I guess I guess the game was for Delhi to decide as to which way they are going. Whether they are batting, uh, batting Kolkata out of the game, or are they ensuring that they go out there and defend? I felt in the middle overs they went a little slow. They just couldn't capitalize. They just couldn't accelerate. What what we've seen of Delhi um, capitalizing between the twelfth and the eighteenth over with largely Shreyas there or Shimran there or even uh, Rishabh Pant there that didn't happen. They just couldn't get the ball off the square enough for them to uh, really reach a total where it was probably much easier for them to defend. They had the bowling. Again, the bowling can be very much debated when you have Nokia, when you have Rabada. Why do you need to settle for a spinner towards the end? But look, that has been the captain's call, and I think Rishabh has been pretty much consistent with the fact that he's whether he's 
preferred or not preferred, but he's not uh, taken a backward step in terms of giving the ball to Ashwin in the last over. And that's absolutely fair. If Ashwin is the one of the top bowlers in the world, and he is, you know, you have to rely on your your own your own talent in the dressing room. So I won't even go to the last over. I think Delhi did really well to pull things back. But what was Kolkata doing when they were actually coasting with a 92 run opening stand with Gil and Ayer there? You could have just taken the game off easily into your dressing room. Like, hey, look, we're into the we've crossed this milestone. We're into the final. But what was Kolkata thinking and doing? It was bizarre, absolutely bizarre, with everyone just losing their head in that chase. So yeah, it was a reprieve, I'll say, for Kolkata. It was heartbroken time for the Delhi fans and for the Delhi skipper. I can completely understand finishing on top of the table in the points table at the league stages and then losing three games on the trot and uh, walking out of this tournament without anything in hand, not even reaching the finals. So it was it was a completely uh, heartbreaking time for everyone in the Delhi camp. But that's what sport is. So that last night's final, the only drama was a wicked ball becoming a dead ball because of the spider camp. <laughs> <laughs> there really wasn't any drama that, you know, finals are supposed to have. Kolkata, really, what a dream run in the tournament in this phase. Um, uh, wonderful for them. Venkatesh really, to me, is the find of the decade. What a bounce back for Chennai. Chennai win by 27 runs. The significant numbers, Chennai 192 for 3, Faf 86 of 59, 7 fours, 3 sixes, Guy Quad 32 of 27, 3 fours, 1 six, Robin Uttapa 31 of 15, 3 sixes, Moin 37 not out in 20, uh, 2 fours, 3 sixes, basically every batter contributing. Nareen 2 for 26, he got Guy Quad and Uttapa, and then Kolkata 165 for 9, 91 run opening partnership. They should have been coasting through. Venki 50 of 32, 5 fours, 3 sixes, dropped by Dhoni when he had opened, when he had not even opened his account. Shubham, uh, uh, Shubman 51 of 43. Lockie Ferguson at the end, little bravery, 18 not out of 11. Shardul, most expensive bowler, uh, but he picked up three wickets. Venki, Rana and Rahul Tripathi, who was injured. Uh, Anjum, your thoughts on last night's final? You know, I always feel that when it's a pressure game and it's a must-win game, which is obviously like a final, you don't want to take any chances. And I'm a much firm believer of the fact that if things are not 100% in your control, and by that I mean in the batting department, in the bowling department, are not 100% in your control, you first go out there and put runs on the board. So I felt once Owen won the toss, Kolkata won the toss, he would have batted first. He wanted to chase. Agreeable? Because chasing is has been um, much much easier for the teams, and it's it's difficult to set a target to know exactly what the what a target to defend is. That's absolutely fine. But that's all the games prior to the final. Now you're in the final, and you know that the pitch is obviously going to be good. It will not have a variable bounce. It will be absolutely conducive for stroke play. And you come in and you want to chase. I wasn't really sure of that decision because when you look at Chennai again. Whether their batting has been very good or not, especially in the middle phases or their bowling has delivered or not, doesn't matter. It's Chennai and it's MS Dhoni leading their team to yet another final. And here it is, a Kolkata team, which has, of course, won matches, but they've not won matches so very convincingly. They've been pushed to the last over. So what I make of this is that once you've got an opportunity to set a target, do that because you need runs on the board. What if they had 160 runs on the board? 
yes, the pressure would have been back on Faf and Ruturaj to chase it. They chase it down in 18 overs, 19 overs. That's that time will tell. But that's what I felt that they missed the trick. They 190 odd score to be chased down in a final. It's not going to be easy. You needed an Andre Russell 2.0. You needed a Shakib Hassan 2.0. You needed an Owen Morgan fit, raring to go with the runs, of course, raring to go with another 2.0. And and that wasn't happening. You didn't have a Russell. Owen Morgan wasn't striking the ball that very well, and your reliance was only on the openers. Luckily, they got a reprieve, both Shubman and uh, Venkatesh. But I I just felt that it the game was almost. Almost out of grasp of Kolkata after the first twenty overs. One hundred and ninety is not an easy target to chase. Every time it doesn't happen. This is not Kolkata. This is not uh, um, uh, Ahmedabad wicket. This is not a wicket where you felt that you could chase down the target. Although Kolkata has done that in the past. Just looking at the scenario of the, where they were, so an opportunity was there. Doesn't matter. I think it was very very good for Kolkata to reach the finals, considering where they were in the Indian leg. But then it's MS Dhoni all the way. Yeah, but you know, just like you talk about how uh, Delhi uh, fans would be heartbroken, them looking like they're winning the tournament and playing, you know, uh, I wouldn't say poor cricket, but just a combination of poor cricket as well as you know circumstances. Uh, in the last week, Kolkata was just the other way around. This time last week, you and me were just talking about how they're on this losing spree. Will they come back or not? And look at the way they bounced back. So you know, uh, the age-old adage. Cricket is a game of glorious uncertainties. Really holds for T20 cricket, doesn't it? I mean, uh, talk to me of Chennai and how, how they've, you know, after that losing streak came back. I guess uh, the fact that last year, I remember when we were covering this tournament last year in the UAE, and we were speaking about, you know, how things have completely gone wrong for the Chennai team in the in the last uh, tournament. Yes, let's not forget the fact that. Everyone was coming back through not having any uh, played any cricket, not having competitive cricket, and being under a lockdown situation. So it was always going to be difficult. It's it's probably a shade easier for a for a younger player to hit the ground running, but it's it takes a while for the older bodies to get accustomed. But once the older bodies get accustomed, the experience obviously kicks in, and then the control on their own very game just comes uh, to the fore much easier than for a younger body. And and that's what didn't. Happened with Chennai last season. What I really lo- loved the fact was the way that they backed Ruturaj Gaikwad last year. You know, with Shane Watson uh, there at the top, with Faf to bless uh, you also available. Shane obviously wasn't hitting the ball so very well. It's not that he wasn't hitting th- that well, but what Shane Watson has been uh, doing, and the pressure just got to him. He just decided to hang his boots. But the way Ruturaj got back, you know, he he uh, got the virus. He was out in because of quarantine, and then came back a couple of games. Ordinary games, and then he struck form. He struck gold with uh, with I think nearly two half centuries, and then a very a nice match winning knock towards the end as well. And here he is, you know, playing the way that probably Captain Dhoni and the franchise has actually seen him to be. I and I can probably say that I feel he's a he's a future leader for Chennai. I don't think Chennai is going to let him go. He is going to be invested in for the future. And I probably feel that the time that he spent with Dhoni, as as a leader, as a mentor, and and somebody that Dhoni feels has a very good cricketing brain, I see him as a future leader for the Chennai team. And yeah, it, it's very nice to see Chennai coming back and making an impression that this is our ground. We know exactly what it is to win a T Twenty game, and don't count us out. If we ever miss the bus, make sure that you have 
a strong force coming your way the next season. A great uh, kudos and pat on the back from former India skipper there uh, for a future perhaps skipper for at least his franchise. Uh, so Rutraj Gaikwad wins the orange cap, just two runs separating him and Faf Duplessis. Mm. So six thirty-five and sixteen games uh, for Gaikwad, Faf two runs behind six thirty-three, and then KL Rahul at six twenty-six. In the bowling, Harshal Patel is just leagues ahead of everybody else, Anjum. Uh, 32 wickets in 15 games. He's tied Bravo's record of the highest ever in the tournament's history. Avesh, Avesh is nowhere close. Avesh is 24 wickets. Then Bhadul tied at 21. Shami at 19, and then Arshdeep, who we've been raving about, at 18. So the purple and the orange cap. Let's have your comments. It's very nice to uh, see an uncapped Indian. It's just been the second time that an uncapped Indian has got the orange cap, and and you could clearly see uh, the very fact that from the very first game, what uh, what Rituraj was batting and the way he, you know, the consistency. When you earn a orange cap, yes, it's an orange cap on your head, but when you have fourteen games or maybe sixteen games to your credit, it just shows that with the fourteen games that everyone's had, and and largely it's the it's the top order who get the chance of uh, scoring the maximum run. That's why we've had. KL Rahul there earlier, and now we've got Ruthu Rajya, and we've got all the top orders there. The consistency shows for a batter. We've had Virat Kohli nearly six hundred plus runs, not one but two two seasons of uh, the tournament in the past, and and it is always nice to have a batter who's young coming into the fray, into the scheme of things, and making his presence felt. And not only with just the bat, even with the fielding. and even with his consistent contributions in the outfield so that's that's very nice to see for harshal again you know he comes he plays uh, for haryana in domestic cricket he he opens the bowling there he sometimes even bats in the top order so he knows exactly how a batter feels when he has to go out there and bowl those uh, change of pace or seam up deliveries and and for any player look for a fact that when you're preparing for a tournament like this you know you'll be up against the best of the best it will be a four over game for that you have to bowl your first over to get your second over and you have to ensure that your four overs are conducive enough for your team captain and your franchise to pick you in the next game and what more do you bring onto the plate is it just the bowling or just the batting or both or a combination of your fielding uh, uh, you know skills as well so it's not easy for a domestic player to make his presence felt in this in this form of the game and i really appreciate the fact that harshal has been at it he's been around the circuit of course for a long time he's been around playing this uh, tournament for a long time he was playing for uh, bangalore earlier then he shifted teams and he's gone back again to them so it, it's it's it just talks a lot about the indian domestic structure in the right place and a lot of youngsters realizing that there is a potential there are facilities available not only at the at the national cricket academy level but even at the domestic level and once everything is there you've got the best of the best people to guide you for it there are people who are going working hard enough to taking those opportunities and delivering at this stage everybody can't wait for a stage of the international level so this is a step just before playing for your country and being counted for so it's heartening to see that both harshal and ruturaj both indian talents getting the uh, yellow uh, sorry the purple and the orange cap So lots to look forward is, to. The yellow is taking me away every time. <laughs> the yellow is so bright. <laughs> <laughs> Followers of Chennai uh, in my family would be very very happy. I try and stay staunchly neutral, <laughs> considering you and me have to talk about the game uh, at least once a week. Uh, but really exciting times coming up. A massive auction, uh, and I can't wait to to catch you with all the ICC World T20 action. 
massive tournament. There's going to be the full drama of the India-Pakistan straight up in front. Yeah. So interesting times uh, for cricket in the near future, Anjum. I think that'll be a nice way to sign off with the auction as well as the World Cup. Absolutely. I think the auction will be very interesting because obviously two more teams get added and 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 what more does indian talent provide to this tournament more players coming in obviously you would require all all those indian talent to be a part of these two teams as well and who gets retained who says i'm not going to be playing what is the role of the senior players coming in it's going to be very exciting because it's a big auction and it, it's like a it's like a restart of this tournament you know because from 2000 7 thousand eight to 2021 a lot has happened so it'll be nice and for the world cup i think it will be a very um I, I, it'll be a place where all the players can actually set a benchmark for themselves prior to the auction coming in not that most of these international players are not widely known or identified but then there will be a few players few talented ones especially from the associate nations because the associate nations get to another even sri lanka or bangladesh who are not associated yeah. full time icc members get to play the icc qualifiers before they get 